G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bamboo History Podcast. I'm your host Stephen, and for those of you who don't know what the Bamboo History Podcast is, it's a podcast about Chinese and East Asian history. If you like this type of content, please subscribe to my podcast and follow my Instagram as well, at Bamboo History Podcast. We are back with another food history episode. Hooray! Today, we're going to talk about the history of tofu. For those of you who don't know what tofu is, tofu is a product made by curdling soy milk and is also known as bean curd. Tofu comes in different shapes, sizes, texture, colour and firmness and can be eaten both as a savoury and as a sweet snack. It can be eaten for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, or even a night out at the club. Personally, I love tofu, and I eat tofu like every couple of days. In fact, I think I had tofu yesterday. Tofu is very nutritious. It's really rich in protein, and it's a good alternative for people who don't eat meat, or, for example, who are lactose intolerant. So I thought, let's talk about the origins of tofu. We're a history podcast. Let's talk about the history of tofu and how it's become so famous around the world. Alright, let's just get straight into it. Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah, I finally um I've finally gotten the time to actually add theme music now for my podcast, just to make it more legit. <laughs> anyway, tofu is spelt T-O-F-U, and is also known as tofu in Chinese, dubu in Korean, tofu in Japanese, and tauhu in Vietnamese. Apologies to anyone if I've butchered the pronunciation completely. Tofu originated in China. And in China, it's been recorded that they've been cultivating soybeans from as early as 1600 BCE. But how did they figure out how to make soy milk from soybeans? And then, more importantly for this episode, subsequently curdle the soy milk into the dish that we now call Tofu. There are actually different stories on how tofu actually originated. Let's go through all of them, shall we? The first origin story is the king's story, because many claim that it was a king who discovered tofu. The king's name was Liu An, Liu An spelt L-I-U-A-N and he was a king in the Han Dynasty Empire. To give you a bit of context, back then, during the Han Dynasty, the emperor ruled the entire empire. However, he would cede lands within the empire to his relatives, who would rule these lands as kings, but they were all under the authority of the emperor. Liu An was a distant relative of the Han Dynasty emperor, and he was given the Huainan region to rule as king, which he did so between the years 164 BCE to 122 BCE. Liu An is an interesting character, 
and a future episode will definitely feature him again. Or if you'd like, you can read him up yourself in advance. But today, we're going to focus on how he invented tofu. There have been a couple of claims in Chinese history that it was Liu An who invented tofu. For example, the Song Dynasty philosopher Zhu Xi and the Ming Dynasty doctor Li Shizhen have both said that it was Liu An that invented tofu. But there are also a couple of different stories as to how Liu An invented tofu. The first version of the story is that tofu was created for his mother. One day, his mother was sick and didn't have the energy to eat one of her favourite snacks, soybeans. To make it easier for her, Liu An grounded the soybeans into powder and then turned it into a soft-like food similar to the modern-day tofu dish, douhua, which his mother was able to eat because it was soft and it became known as the first tofu dish. The other story is a bit more wacky. It says that Liu An had been obsessed with alchemy and discovering the elixir of immortality's entire life. So once, deep in the mountains, as he was conjuring up this elixir, he mixed soybean juice with gypsum and salty stock, which coagulated to become something similar to tofu. Whilst it wasn't the elixir of life he was looking for, his search for it resulted in the invention of tofu. What do y'all think about the king story? I reckon it's most likely not true. For example, Zhu Xi and Li Shizhen's claim that Liu An invented it. Those claims came more than a thousand years after Liu An, but there's no actual records from the Han dynasty itself that suggests Liu An invented tofu. And also, even if the stories were true, it's highly unlikely that a king like Liu An would have been the one making the tofu himself. It would most likely have been a servant or a commoner that made it, and Liu An being a person of power would have just claimed the credit. So my verdict is, this version of the story is highly doubtful, but it is the most popular origin story of tofu, probably because it was a king that invented it. That's why everyone buys into this story. Now, the second story is known as the seaweed story. And this story goes that, <clears throat> Once upon a time, during the Han Dynasty, there was a cook who loved experimenting. He was like, he was like a master chef or something. He was like, Mm, let's add this, let's add that, and all that other jazz. So uh, yeah, one day he was experimenting different methods of cooking soybeans. And so this time, he decided to add something known as nagari, which was a type of salty seaweed. And he added it into the soybeans. <laughs> like he just salt baked that into the soybeans. And then magically, the calcium and the magnesium salt from the nagari seaweed created a chemical reaction with the soybeans and allowed the soybeans to curdle into tofu. And the cook was like, what the, what the, f WTF, what is this? What is this weird white sort of thing? What he didn't realise was that he had accidentally made the first tofu dish. So what do you all think about this origin story? 
it's really hard to verify this story because we don't even know this person's name. Again, highly doubtful, but the chemical reactions and how the tofu was accidentally made is true. So yeah, perhaps that was how tofu was invented. But it, we can't confirm this version of the story as well. The third origin story I want to share is the Mongolian story. This story involves the Chinese copying the tribes that lived in present-day Mongolia in order to make tofu. In ancient times, to the north of China was the homeland of many nomadic tribes who lived off the milk from their animals. For example, you know, ba ba sheep. These nomadic tribes would use curdling techniques to turn milk into cheese for consumption. The neighbouring Chinese people would have gotten wind of this cheese-making technique and most likely replicated this technique on soy milk. And they used this method to curdle soy milk into something like tofu. This story is not officially recorded anywhere, but it could be true, because there were many exchanges between the northern nomadic tribes and the Chinese. And it was very likely that the nomads showed the Chinese their cheese-making techniques, and then the Chinese just copied this technique, but on soybeans and soy milk. It is also apparently possible to create something like tofu by using cheese curdling techniques on soy milk. And also, the Chinese word for Mongolian fermented milk is ru fu, which is very similar to the word tofu, the word for tofu in Chinese. So, what do you all think about this story? And which story do you think is the most valid origin story of tofu? But more importantly, which story do you like the most? Let me know in the comments or DM me or whatever. Whilst tofu was most likely invented during the Han Dynasty, it did not become a common food item until the Song Dynasty a thousand years later. And we can see this through many references to tofu, albeit in different names, in books and poems during the Song Dynasty. An example is the book Shan Jia Qing Gong, which is a cookbook. And for those who've tuned into my previous episodes, you might find this name familiar because I referred to this cookbook in episode 14 when I talked about the history of hot pot. Check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. And this cookbook refers to an early tofu recipe. I'll read it out in Chinese first. Quote, Tofu, Cong. 油煎，用盐、肥子一二十枚和酱料同煮。And in English, it means fry the tofu with green onions and then add spices with sauce. After which, you boil the dish. So yeah, regardless of how it was invented in China, a form of tofu was definitely being eaten in China by the eighth century, because. By the 8th century, tofu first found its way into Japan. During the Nara period in the 8th century, many Japanese monks went to China to study Buddhism and ended up learning the art of tofu making as well. The Japanese monks thought, Yoshi, 
This is alright, this is pretty good. Oishi desu. And they brought the recipe back to Japan, where it became popular amongst the Buddhist monasteries in the country. Tofu was popular amongst the Zen Buddhist monks in Japan because the Buddhist monks couldn't eat meat, and tofu was a good nutritious vegetarian alternative. But it did take a while for tofu to spread to other parts of Japan, and from the Buddhist monasteries, tofu then spread to the aristocrats and the samurai classes by the Muromachi period in the 15th century. But it was only 200 years later, during the Edo period, that tofu became a popular food item for Japanese commoners as well. In Korea, for example, it only became a popular dish in the 15th century. And in Vietnam, it had only become popular because it had been a colony of China for a long time, and that's how it spread into Vietnam. Because it's such a great dish, I'm not surprised that tofu eventually spread to China's neighbours like Japan, Korea and Vietnam. But how did this dish become popular worldwide? The earliest reference of tofu in English came from a man called Benjamin Franklin. If you don't know who he is, he was a founding father of the United States of America. And more famously, he's the guy on the $100 USD banknote. In the year 1770, Benjamin Franklin was in London when he wrote a letter to his good mate back in America. In the letter, he wrote the following. <clears throat> I send some dried peas, highly esteemed here as the best for making pea soup, and also some Chinese garavances, with Father Navarretta's account of the universal use of a cheese made of them in China. <laughs> that was my attempt at a at, a, at an American accent, so to all the Americans out there, please forgive me if I've completely destroyed your pronunciation. Uh, I just tried to make it more genuine. Um, so yeah, based on this letter, Benjamin Franklin called tofu a Chinese cheese. And his account in this letter is based off Father Navaretta's travels to Asia. Father Navaretta was a Dominican friar who observed the Chinese making something that he called Tiu-fu. And I'm sure you've guessed, it sounds very similar to tofu. However, even though Benjamin Franklin referred to this tofu, you know, Chinese cheese, back in 1770, it wasn't much known by a lot of Americans in general until the 1800s, when Chinese and Japanese people migrated to America for work and brought the food with them. And in the 1870s, the first tofu company opened in America. But it was only until the 1970s that tofu became popular in Western countries and around the world, mainly due to the rise in vegetarianism, where people saw alternatives for their nutrition besides meat, and then tofu came to save the day. Cookbooks also helped gain fame for tofu as well. In 1975, an American man named William Shirtleff wrote the book the Book of Tofu, with his Japanese wife, Akiko Aoagi, and this book sold over 600,000 copies, helping promote the popularity of tofu. In 1985, there was an Indian cookbook that also published something with tofu in it, 
and promoted tofu as a healthier alternative to paneer, which is a famous Indian cheese dish. Today, tofu has become a popular dish not just with Asians but with everyone around the world. Seen as a protein-rich food and an alternative to meat, it is especially popular with vegetarians and vegans today. There are so many different types of tofu dishes. I'll name a few. In China, there's douhua, which is fresh, soft tofu served in syrup and is a dessert dish. There's also mapo tofu or mapo tofu, which is a tofu savory dish cooked with mince, chili, and fermented bean paste. And there's also another tofu dish, which is <laughs> it's a. I'll give you a clue. It's the one that you walk past and you're like, ugh, yeah. What, 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 what's that smell? <laughs> yep, the dish is called chou tofu, and known in English as stinky tofu, because it's a tofu dish that's, you know, stinky, hence the name. In Japan, there's a dish called hiyayako, and I've had this one before, and you've probably had too if you've been to a Japanese restaurant. It's a small piece of cold tofu that's served with green onions, tuna flakes, and soy sauce. And in Korea, there's a tofu dish called sundubu chige, which is a soft tofu stewed with other meats and vegetables. Tofu, as you can see, is truly one of the great Asian food inventions. Huh. So yeah, that was it. That was the episode of the history of tofu. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, please listen to my other episodes and subscribe to my podcast. Don't forget to follow my Instagram as well at Bamboo History Podcast, and also check out my new website. It's also got a blog now, which I've called Easy Peasy Chinese History. Which will have blogs that will feature additional random other topics of Chinese history that I probably won't cover in podcast episodes, or maybe I will. I don't know. <sighs> If you want to contact me with feedback, topic suggestions, general comments, please email me, DM me on Instagram, or leave my contact details in the description box below. Ah, <sighs> talking about tofu is making me really hungry. And it's really making me crave tofu, so I think it's time for me to go now. Thanks everyone for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, and I'll see you all next time on the Bamboo History Podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>